0: Fudgers and welcome to another exciting episode of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett. And as usual, I have Princess Sophia here.
1: Hi. Also known as
0: <laughs> Andy. And of course, we also have George Chipsis. The whole group's here. Yeah, as always. As well. As always. Except for those, those times time. that I wasn't here. Except for those <laughs> times
2: where Andy just like Ah fuck it, I'm not coming in.
1: <laughs> I'm in Kansas, guys. I don't know how I got here.
2: Kansas is more important.
1: Oh, it's the worst state ever other than Oklahoma. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) He's been there. He can say that. I grew Uh, up there, actually. I drove by your old house. Oh, you did? No. I mean, I was within 50 miles. That's more than anyone else in the room can say.
2: Pause for effect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This week on Mind Fudge,
0: awkward silence and crickets. Awkward silence. So this week's theme was brought to us by Princess Sophia. That's me. And uh, you picked board games. Why did you choose board games? It's nerdy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> as as are, are awesome. most things we
2: discuss on the show. Yeah, yeah. 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 are you a big, Candyland? Are you a yeah. big uh, big board game player?
1: Uh, Settlers, Pandemic, a uh, couple that have Kickstarter. Pandemic's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I like that game.
1: Uh, there's Plague Inc. too, which was on Kickstarter, and yeah, it's good. There's other stuff too. I'm sure
0: there are more board games than those three. Yes. yes. Yeah. There there are more than that. <laughs> yeah. Papamatic Trouble. Uh, pop
1: o Trouble is shit. Uh, <laughs> Clue? I've
0: Clues? never played Clue awesome. in what is, what is your favorite game? Your favorite board game? Uh,
1: man, I'm going to have to go with Settlers. So, I really Settlers I, of Catan? I hate Settlers of yeah. Catan.
2: I've never played that game. I'm sorry, but you're wrong and you should fix that. Oh. I'm totally down
0: to play. I didn't get really into board gaming until college we used to hang out at comic shops all the time and play games all the time. Magic. And, uh, well, various things. We played poker, we played magic, we played board games. But people went through a phase where they were so obsessed with Settlers of Can and we we could not accomplish anything else besides playing that. And it got so frustrating because the same stupid people made the same stupid jokes. You want to trade my wood for your sheep? (laughs) (laughs) All the time. And I got so frustrated for it. I got got so frustrated by it. So I really lost... uh, Lost my enthusiasm for that game.
1: Yeah, I played it once with my parents, and they immediately went home to Alabama and bought a copy. And it's kind of pitiful because there's only two of them, and they've got no one to play with. I think they just sit How around. many players
2: do you need to play Settlers of Catan? Uh,
1: three, unless you buy an expansion, what to is my knowledge. Yeah, expansion I think means three. you need to
2: have more than
0: three? Well, it's these tiles that you lay down, and then you can like expand the map. You can buy like uh, additional pieces to put down to make the game bigger. But gotcha. also, one of them has. So like is this is like a risk rules? kind of game. Uh no, no, it's like a it's an economics game. You're basically trying to get one of these three resources and then build your empire by trading. I would
2: be horrible at this game. Yes, you would. Okay. <laughs> you agreed very quickly. <laughs> you, normally, you'd be like, "Oh, why?" But no, you're like, "No, yeah, you're fucking retarded. You wouldn't get this at all."
1: <laughs> no, it's a good game, and you should check it out. You would probably surprise yourself. It's very. Very easy to play. How about Uno? Is that a board game? It's a card
0: game, but we'll allow it. Okay. It's a way to ruin Mm -hmm.
2: friendships. I approve. Me and Justin, we we had some pretty... heated uno games heated uno games yeah some villainous uno
0: games yeah we, we, we played a few board games together with exploding kittens yeah and exploding kittens is great, kittens is great. Uh, what's destroy tokyo or yeah uh, uh king, king of, tokyo. of tokyo king of tokyo yeah, yeah that's yeah, really fun it's pretty fun uh, I think it's old fast though my favorite game is not even well my favorite game is poker honestly but <laughs> <laughs> my favorite game is not even a board game it's a, a dice game called pirate dice
2: Oh yeah, that's fun. It's I always so lose. So much game. fun.
0: It's a it's a betting game, which you know. It's from the like, movie
2: uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. But yeah.
0: it's off, off Dead Man's Chest. It's the game where they're playing with little cups, and they like you know they're
2: betting for their time on the boat and shit.
0: But it's a really clever, simple game that you can play a lot of times. And like, if you understand basic probability, it's super fun. Especially when you play with people that don't, because they get so frustrated. <laughs> I don't get frustrated.
2: I just keep on like lying through my teeth. While I keep losing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's a lot of fun if you ever get a chance to check it out.
2: Have y'all ever played uh, Betrayal uh, on House on Haunted Hill or whatever? Or I, Betrayal no, I hate on that, Haunted that fucking Hidden? game. That game is hard, but it's fun. Sure. And it's especially fun when you play it with like four or more people or three or more people. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of those, your friend you all start as friends trying to work together. But at the end of the game, one of the person becomes a bad person. And they try to kill the rest of the group. Yeah. So it's up to you whether you want to work with the group or just like fuck everybody else. And kind of like Survival of the Fittest. It's a fun game. I really enjoy that game.
1: Yeah, I remember that game being kind of like uh, a mix of regular House on Haunted Hill and Werewolf.
2: I've never played where, Werewolf. Or
1: oh, uh, it's Haunted like Hill. an old party game where one person's a werewolf, and
0: it's then you have another to game that's super easy if you understand statistics at all. Gotcha. Yeah, and and the murder.
2: betrayal game is really cool because like you ha- have to roll the dice and you have to pick like a story, and uh, that one person knows that who he who he's going to be and who's that person is gonna be and it's really cool
0: yeah sounds kind of like clue
2: which you know. i never played clue i've always wanted to though well let's move on
0: to this week's mind melters
2: here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme this is mind melters all which are right
0: philosophical type questions this week Ooh. question one making you think are you sorry no Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Okay, George, are are we we
2: making a reference to the game, or are we like just sorry in general?
0: Take it however you want. Are you you sorry, George?
2: I mean, I'm overly apologetic sometimes. Oh, so am I. And I feel bad about being overly apologetic, and I shouldn't be. I have like a guilt
0: guilt complex. Yeah, I was like,
2: like, fuck those guys. I did nothing wrong.
0: Yeah, I grew up like feeling guilty about a lot of stuff (laughs) all the time for no reason, things that weren't even my fault. Were, Were your parents Catholic? No, actually, oh. Oh, okay. No. It kind of sounded like it. Yeah, I, I was about to say. Usually, that's what goes not with. Catholic, it. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. Like Catholic from. guilt. But uh, yeah, I feel guilty all the time for shit. So I apologize. I don't know.
2: You need to get that whip from uh, the the Vinci Code or that dude that oh, I know. The dude, the, is the is flagellation like, thing. <laughs> where he's like whipping. Nine tails. Like <laughs> there whipping you go. Himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who says I
1: don't? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen it. So. Heather's dressed up in leather every
0: night. You've been a bad boy, Justin. Are <laughs> you <not> sorry? sorry? <laughs> Question two: What are you doing with your life, Andy? I mean, living it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Trying
1: not to lose.
0: Did you ever play the game of life? Yeah, yeah. You get the little car with the family.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you put your kids. Technically, and your wife you in the got back, that saying, already.
0: Yeah. So you win the game
1: or
2: what?
0: Oh, no, it just gets worse. Do you feel like a winner in the game of life?
2: (laughs) There's no winning in this game. Just losing. just failure is all this is in this game. Uh, Okay. What Um, about you? Are you a winner in the game of life? uh, I'm taking the Oregon Trail route, trying not to get dysentery and make it to the end. How's that working? Uh, I haven't died yet. Fair to middling odds of,
1: (laughs) you know, dysentery
0: from now on. Terrible odds of eventually dying. I do have a car, so I feel like I'm like halfway there. I recently bought a car. You did. So, what up? We're we're winning. We're
2: winners. (laughs) You want to call that winner car note. There you go, for the
0: next six years. Terrible. (laughs) Question three. Got a clue? No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) These one-word answers are not working, man. (laughs) uh i kind of have a clue because andy doesn't apparently
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad somebody on the show does
2: (laughs) i kind of got a clue that uh it was definitely the butler uh with the candlestick and the library
0: i always thought it was colonel mustard
2: or colonel uh, mustard yeah
1: i could be wrong miss scarlet wait is it miss scarlet or am i just referencing gone with the wind it's probably just gone with the
2: wind I love that movie. I love the movie Clue with uh, Tim Curry. And yet you've
0: never played the game. I've never played the game, but I love the movie. The movie's great.
2: It is great. It is pretty
0: damn good. I love the I've multiple endings. Movie. Hey, it's one movie we can not put on the list. There you go. Or scratch it off. It's already You We haven't had anything in a few weeks, actually.
2: Well, we haven't asked him anything
0: recently. Yeah. Maybe by the end of this episode, we'll add another movie to your list. All right. Let's move on. It's time for this week's A Couple of Casseroles.
2: How many
0: casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's been pissing you off? Oh, hell. (laughs) (laughs) Hell's
2: been pissing you off?
1: I forgot that we were doing this, so I've been (laughs) pissing me off because I did not prepare two casseroles this week. Just the one. You're you're picking yourself? Yeah, I'm picking
0: myself. (laughs) 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 One of us had to. (laughs) uh george <laughs> Andy's really contributing this episode
1: uh <laughs> um, can i pick the guy who gave those questions <laughs>
0: that was it, it was
1: justin so you'd be calling justin an asshole i'm shaking my fist That's, they can't see it but i'm literally shaking my fist that is a very weak fist shake <laughs> my arm kind of hurts yeah
2: i can uh, see that <laughs> he's been really busy with that arm lately I, apparently
0: <laughs> it's hard work shoveling quote-unquote shoveling coal
2: um my castle for this week is going to be uh, our decision for choosing to read that dumbass fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, the pigeons are from hell, sir. A couple of episodes ago, we decided we were going to do a book club on pigeons from hell, and we are doing it. Yeah. And we're breaking it into three parts. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 6 ho- Hold
2: on story. to your battles.
0: <laughs> we're, uh, we're discussing chap- the first chapter, which is broken into three chapters. Because that's all I read, chapter. apparently. <laughs> Later today on the show, so... Look forward to that. Uh, Hold on to your butts. Three parter. George is enthusiastic about it, and Andy has read the whole thing. Because
1: it's like seven or eight pages, and the third chapter is a a single paragraph or something. You have time to read. He has time for
2: movies. Oh yeah, I read the. I thought I thought it was like a three different stories. I thought Pigeons from Hell was just cha- that one, that first <laughs> chapter. Because they talk about pigeons. That's the only time I saw anyone mention pigeons. They pigeon. go back to pigeons. Oh, they do? Okay. She controls them with
1: her mind.
0: Oh. No spoilers. Oh, it's all right. This entire story is shit. Uh, so, my casserole for the week is passive-aggressive people, just in general. Andy? No. I'm going to write a note to let you know how I feel about this. Andy's pretty much just passive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I work with some passive-aggressive people. I, I deal with passive-aggressive people all the time. Like it's, people like, getting
2: their feelings out on blogs and stuff?
0: That's one way. <laughs> and uh, you know, leaving little notes or emailing me and being like, hey, you've got to do this. It's important. It's really, it's really not. <laughs>
1: Sounds less passive-aggressive. More like, hey, you've got to do this. And you'd be like, why? Direct.
0: It's well. It's about something that's not even hit our job to do. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. no, that's
0: passive aggressive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I don't really like passive aggressiveness. So just be upfront, everybody.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm like. Also, don't pick pigeons the from hell to read. Yeah.
1: So I'm curious. Are we starting a new book after this? Oh, yeah, we could. We could. could okay. Yeah. Well, right, good. Do you good. have a suggestion already? Uh, well, since American Gods is coming out on uh, TV this year, dude, that's
2: a fucking long ass book, man. It should only take you like three days. It took me a day to read one chapter <laughs> and I casually read it.
0: <laughs> George will read so fast.
1: <laughs> Do you need to go to the Zoolander
2: school? Yes. Yeah. Hooked on Aophonics.
0: Aophonics? I don't know. I made it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, passive-aggressive people. Let's move on. <laughs> it is time for Consumption. <laughs> consumption. consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming this week?
1: Well, I read Pigeons from <laughs> Hell, you lazy bastards. Okay, <laughs>
0: save the you Pigeons from Hell talk <laughs> for a later segment.
1: Uh, let's see, I watched Powerless, I watched Lemony Snicket's TV series, and I read some weird book of short stories where everyone dies in a snuff film. Like, I'm really wondering how this came up on my Amazon suggestion Was list. Was it 8 millimeter? No, no, these are like short stories that people have, I guess, written into this compilation. And apparently I didn't read the summary because there's a lot of incest and rape and snuff filmmaking and it's it's dark even for me. Wow,
0: that's saying something. Yeah, That is saying something cuz you were into some dark shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you read that one story of mine. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he sounds super excited. <laughs> Which one are we talking about? We talk about both of them. Oh, God. George, me. what have you been consuming?
2: Uh, I've been watching uh The People vs. OJ on uh, Netflix. That okay. was really good. It's super good. Yeah. Uh me not knowing much about the um the OJ case other than the fact that he got off with murder. Um allegedly well, I mean, he got out on the case, but if I the mean, love doesn't fit. You must. They quit. had like a mountain of fucking evidence, and it's just really surprising how much I didn't really know what in what
0: went into this case. And yeah, like, cause we were both pretty young when it happened. I was at maybe ten or eleven when it. Came. I remember a lot of it because my parents were enthralled by it. Like they were. Well, it was a bit.
2: big media sensation, and it's just a crazy the amount of stuff the LAPD kind of like uh, let him get away with. Yeah, because uh, as of a celebrity. like murder. Well, no no, prior to that. Well, because they were coming off hot off the heels of the Rodney King thing, they didn't want another incident on their hands, another like race riot breakout in yeah. LA. And, that, and to that I understand, but fuck, like they had every reason to believe that he was the guy that fucking killed his wife or ex-wife. But anyway, mm-hmm. the show's great, Keegan-Jr's great. Yeah. Uh David whatever. Schwimmer not so much, but uh, David Schwimmer he plays the Kardashians dad. He really shows off of how fucking retarded the Kardashians are.
0: It was weird when he was twerking. He's a great father. (laughs) (laughs) He's twerking, huh? (laughs) On the stand. (laughs) And uh,
2: John Travolta looks really weird with those eyebrows he has in that show. But I don't know if that's intentional or if that's just John Travolta. Um, But it's a good show. I highly recommend it. Uh, If you're interested in true crime at all, it's uh, right up anyone's alley who likes that kind of stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I have not actually been watching much this week, but I have been listening to a new album. Uh, one of the bands I really like, Moore's Principium Est, came out with their new album, "Embers of a Dying World," and it's really, really, really fucking good. So for all
2: those metalheads out there, yeah,
0: for all you metalheads, you got to check that out. Uh, as far as the other things I've been consuming, I read two of Andy's short stories. Yay, uh, so I let's hear. let's talk a little about this because for those of you who don't know, George and I are comic book writers, and Andy is an aspiring novelist. He's trying to make a collection of short stories. Um, there was some that you weren't sure about. You thought they might be too dark, or like you'd gotten some feedback that they were a little bit too brutal for most people. To be clear,
2: uh, Dark Heart was not too brutal for people. Is right.
1: That, uh, yeah. That's where I'm going with
0: everything in that.
2: Was the uh, BDSM one is the one you were talking about? Yeah.
0: Let's talk oh, about that one
2: first. So,
0: so tell tell our audience about that story, Dude, Andy. Do
2: you, do you have a BDSM fetish? Is that what it is? No, not at all. Oh, okay. You just found it funny, or?
1: Yeah, it was a weird thought i had had and it started as a different a very different story and then ended up there and uh
2: i didn't read it though this a full disclosure uh justin just told me about it after we saw bill and ted uh in the movie theaters which i wish you would have came to
1: i think yeah. i was working
2: yeah right. it's
1: still on the list <laughs> uh yeah so bound and there was another story called gagged i didn't read that one i didn't send you that one
2: <laughs> he was too embarrassed
1: Uh, No, I didn't want to, like, overwhelm you with...
0: I mean, I've got, like, 120 pages worth of short stories. First of all, let me say, uh, what was the one with the uh, expedition? Uh, Darkheart. Darkheart. I was actually very impressed with that that short story. Uh, I think I told you as much... The beginning, that one first paragraph, like, was a little bit repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you saw that after you went back and looked at it, but the rest of the story...
2: How about you just give us a summary, because people who are listening are not going to know what we're talking about.
0: Right, okay, so it's it's kind of like a Miskatonic expedition like, yeah. from Lovecraft. Like, it really reminded me of that. It's scientists going to this uh, cavern, and they're, yeah. like, drilling, trying to go deeper into it, and there's, like... You know, it keeps getting darker and harder to figure out what's going on. There's this weird thrumming sound they keep hearing coming from the center of it.
1: People disappear,
0: reappear. People disappear, and they're all disoriented. They don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And uh, it, Hello Kitty. It ends in a very like old gods sort of way. Yeah. Uh, which I I was very happy with the ending. I think it's a very well crafted story. Um, I was very impressed with that one. Yeah. If you, if, if you like Lovecraft, you know, I mean, read it, my it, book. It, and he hasn't <laughs> put his book out yet, obviously, but. Uh, you know, maybe you can like put up a if you want to put a sample on the website, we could do that if you wanted people's reviews or feedback. Or yeah, you, you can
2: or you can start your own blog and start putting up your own short stories. The hell's a blog. <laughs> <laughs> or another option is that story sounds really cool. I'd love to like uh do a short
0: film treatment for that. Yeah, that would actually translate the film pretty well, I think. Yeah, I uh, can send it to you. But sure. as far as far as yeah. the other one, the one you're more concerned about, the Bound story, I actually
2: I, I gave him a critique of what I thought, and I told him like I, an alternate ending what I thought would make it better. So, Unbound. So mm-hmm.
0: it's it's basically a young girl who's never really been into BDSM stuff, and she meets a guy online, falls in love with him. Uh, they get together and try to explore that world together. And the guy has been into it for a while. He has like a red room of pain, Fifty Shades of Grey shit built. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's he, totally into it. He's totally yeah. into it. She lets him tie her up and they're going at it. And then he has a heart attack because he's like 40 years old. Because He's much, her. much older than her. Yeah. And so she's bound up in this guy's, haha, she's bound up in this guy's like dungeon Yeah, with no way to escape, no way to contact the outside world. And really the only thing she can do is break a mirror that's near her and try to cut herself free, mm-hmm. which results in all kinds of horrible injuries. And you did an excellent job, uh, describing every puncture and every, you know, wound she inflicts upon herself and all the horrible shit she goes through. Yeah. And there, there's a twist ending, uh, reminiscent of Saw.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, was yeah. The, that was the only thing I complained about. Uh, yeah. Someone.
1: All right. So I submitted that to a site called, uh, God, it wasn't Dirge that sent me that back. Um, I submitted it to someone that was like, it's a little bit too comedic at the end that this guy would suddenly be all rapey and stuff.
2: Well, yeah. also, like, people who are into that uh, that type of BDSM stuff, uh, to cross that line is really wrong for yeah. those people, so... Yeah.
1: I mean, this guy definitely had, you know, a shallow grave in the backyard with a bunch of other people in it, so...
2: But yeah, I, I gave an alternate ending. I can talk about that after. Yeah, but
0: but the point is, I was impressed with your writing. I, I think uh, you can definitely do this. Uh, I, I really liked the first story. I think people should read that because then they'll get a, a very good feel of what you can do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what you got. What else you got? So, uh, question two: Have you read our book yet? Yes, you did. Yes, no, you didn't. I did, and it was really good. Thanks, yeah, man. You yeah. liked it? Yeah. Cool. Well, issue two is just about finished, so. What, what What was your favorite part of the book? Oh, hell, like I remember. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did, uh, you, I, did you remember any jokes? Any jokes that stuck out to you? I like the goat. Yeah? Everybody I likes mean, the goat. yeah. Yeah? Even I, though, you know, you don't understand what it means yet, but yeah.
1: I mean, I, I read it last Thursday. Okay. And then I worked 48 hours on night shifts. My memory is shot before Sunday night, but. I read it. And you liked it.
2: I, and I liked it. And we got Andy's approval. Princess Princess Sophia's stamp of approval. That's and all that you really
1: need. Not the night that I wrote down Bloodsharp the musical,
2: so... There you go. Oh, yeah, we did, did not inspire, inspire that. that. We did no, not inspire that. No.
0: That's good to know as well. Yep. <laughs> okay, then. Although that does kind of seem like something that happens in issue two.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah. Plot, they
0: all twist. start dancing around Louis's body.
2: Maybe we, like, <laughs> just, like... You know, incepted it into his brain, and it just kind of stu- stood there.
0: It's certainly possible. To be All fair, right. I think I've been thinking about blood shirts for a while. Mm. It does seem like something you would think about, <laughs> like dwell on for years. Let's like move on. Let's, since we're talking about books and stuff, let's move on to our very first segment of the Mind Fudge Book Club. Uh, so the book we talked about reading a couple of episodes ago was a story called Pigeons from Hell. And it's written by Robert E. Howard. And the very first section is called The Whistler in the Dark. And that is the section we're going to talk about today. Uh, did we do three questions? That was consumption. Oh, okay. We're way past mind melters. I'm sorry. <laughs> Remember, my answers were yes,
2: no, or no, I'm sorry. yes, because I, I, no. I thought you said question number two. I didn't realize that was related to consumption. Yeah, I was just... I'm sorry. I, I It's okay. Brain fart for a
0: second. Mind fudge. Mind fudge. <laughs> it, it was fudged for a bit. It's okay. So, we read uh, the first part of Pigeons from Hell, which is called The Whistler in the Dark. And I posted a link on the website, so anybody that wants to go and read the story, it's free. You know, it's been around for years. Yeah, yeah, Gutenberg. When was it published? 1938. I thought it was 32. It says 38 right there. First published in Weird Tales, May 1938. Ah, yeah. So, the story is basically these two guys who are... Butt buddies. (laughs) Confirmed bachelors and also probably not actually that hetero life mates it was jay and silent bob uh they find this house they've been traveling they're weary they find this abandoned house it's kind of like mansion-esque on this hillside and they go in there to rest for the night and they don't think that anything's really weird but they decide to stay on the first floor they go to sleep But it's One, not
1: weird that they just broke into a house to sleep on it the was aband- it was abandoned hobos yeah. I'd rather sleep in my car.
0: It was the 1930s. That's what I
2: said the whole entire time. They did have a car. Yeah. And on top of that, the guy had a nightmare about a mansion the day before. Yeah.
0: What do you, what do you want to say? Foreshadowing. I didn't write the story.
2: <laughs> Mind you, this is the guy who wrote Conan the Barbarian, who created the character Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, he's not a not a real horror writer. No, it's a very traditional ghost story thing. Continue yeah. with your summary. I'm sorry. We're cutting you off. That's okay.
1: Which, which actually, the ghost story comes from his grandmother.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. Remember he was talking about how his grandmother used to talk about pigeons from hell. Because what is more terrifying than demon pigeons? That's true.
0: So anyways, uh, the two guys stay in the house. They decide to sleep on the first floor. Uh, In the middle of the night, one of the guys wakes up and hears a noise upstairs. And there's whistling coming. And he can't figure out what it is, but he hears footsteps and he hears whistling. And he thought they were alone in the house. And his friend sits up and he's like, hey, man, do you hear that? What is that? And his friend stands up and, like, sleepwalks almost up the stairs. And he's like, what are you doing? Come back here. Friend's not listening. Friend goes up the stairs, takes a few steps, and then all of a sudden there's, like, this weird sound that he can't explain. It's a screech noise. And he see he hears his friend walking back towards the stairs. And he's like, is everything okay? What's up there? And then when his friend, like, steps into the light. Spoiler alert. If anyone's going to read this. Well, I'm, I'm giving a very, I mean, we can't really talk about it unless we talk yeah, right. about it. Spoiler alert. Sure. Because this is
2: where we get into spoiler territory.
0: Sure. Uh, we're spoiling the book that was written in 1938. Uh, <laughs> and isn't a book. And, uh, yeah, It's and a short story. a seven-page short story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> on my you guys
0: phone, couldn't finish. On my phone, it was 15. So uh, the friend who went upstairs steps into the light, and his head is split open with blood and brains and gore and shit just spilling out everywhere, and he's holding a hatchet, and he starts moving towards the first guy like he's going to attack him. And uh, the first guy freaks out, and he's like, what, you, what the hell? What the hell? And he runs out the house. And takes off running for, for help. He's trying to find anybody that'll help him. And as he's running, he starts hearing this like weird sound behind him. And at first, he thinks it's his friend. But as he keeps turning around and looking, he sees this like dark mass that kind of looks like a wolf. And he's losing his mind, running. He doesn't know if he's crazy or if he's imagining the whole thing or if he's still dreaming or what. And he runs into the sheriff, this guy who's on horseback, uh, on his way back to town or whatever. He's dropping off a prisoner. So the sheriff is like, what are you doing? Why are you freaked out so bad? He's like, well, I was at that house, and there was all these crazy pigeons, and then the racism comes into the book.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well,
2: mind you, Mind you, this
0: house was settled before the Civil War,
2: and the family that had the house had a a tragic event, and everyone
0: died in the house or something like that. Right, and apparently only black people could see the pigeons because the sheriff was like, the only people that ever claimed to see these things are, are black people. And mm. one hobo. And one hobo. And one white hobo. I
1: like how the hobo, he says that the hobo was never seen after he camped there, so how do they know that the hobo saw it?
0: Maybe it's well, the because hobo. Because they specifically say
1: he that spent is true. one night
0: there. They found all of his equipment still there, but the hobo was gone. Yeah. So there wasn't really a ghost. Maybe it was the hobo.
1: <laughs> I will tell you that the hobo did not do it.
0: Okay. Well, we haven't gotten that far I yet. I know so. for sure,
2: because I Wikipedia'd this story <laughs> after reading the shit. Spoilers.
0: Uh, so the sheriff and the original guy go back in the house, find the head chopped off of the, f- the first guy that walked down the stairs, and the sheriff is like, uh, so you got in a fight with your friend and killed him, huh? Oh, they found the whole body. He was
2: very, uh, nonchalant yeah, about they found the c- body, accusing his but friend. They
0: found the hatchet, like, where the guy's neck was supposed to be. His head had been severed, so... No, no, no,
1: they found the, the hatchet where the other guy's neck was, like, when he was sleeping.
0: Right, but it had severed the head of the first guy from the body and it was still in the hand of the the second guy yeah wait so we, so he cut his own head off I got a very different section of that story yeah the first guy who got brained came downstairs laid down where his friend was and then chopped his own head off with a hatchet okay and when they find it the sheriff is like there's no way that he did this you had to do this and then put the hatchet in his hand
1: I'm glad that they had determined that people can't cut their own
0: head off once they're dead apparently they can <laughs> In Pigeons from Hell. So, uh, the sheriff is like, well, let's go upstairs and see if we can figure out what the hell is going on. Because he's like, I'm trying to give you the benefit of a doubt that you didn't kill this guy. And there's some weird things that don't really add up. So, like
2: the title having pigeons in it. <laughs> sure. That and like, there's like a... <laughs> that was the
0: entire reason we were reading this, because the title was great.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that and the fact that the, there's like a blood trail that goes in an odd, odd direction or whatever like that.
0: Yeah. It, the, the forensics for 1938 didn't really look correct to the sheriff. So... He goes upstairs with the second guy behind him. That means he's him.
2: eyeballing it wrong.
0: And uh, they get to the top of the stairway, and like you can see the footprints from the first guy walking to the middle of the hallway because it was all covered in dust. And then you see the footprints turn around and walk back the other way. But where the footprints stopped was like pieces of brain matter and a giant pool of blood, and there was no other footprints on that side of the blood. On the other side, there was like little girl footprints without shoes that walked towards the bloody pool. Yeah. So, the sheriff is like, okay, this is some freaky shit. And he starts to move closer, and then all of a sudden his flashlight dies. Or or the light fades out of his flashlight, which is a brand new flashlight. And uh, the interesting thing about the book is, like, a lot of this stuff is uh, really well described. Like, I did enjoy everything from the moment the sheriff enters the house until the end of the first arc.
2: That was the only part that got
0: interesting for me. That was half of
2: the first chapter.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, The first half of the first chapter was kind of hard to decipher. I mean, obviously Andy even missed part of it. Like the guy cutting his head off, but like uh, the second half where they're trying to figure out what the hell happened is actually really pretty well written. So I, I enjoyed that much of it at least. And of course the sheriff freaks out and they back away. And as they're backing out of the upstairs, the light on his flashlight slowly comes back into existence. And it's basically something up there was like stifling the light. And it conjured just, it, which is, as he says. Right, but that, that's a freaky piece of imagery, especially for the 30s. Like, we've seen stuff right. like that all the time nowadays, but, you know, 70 or 80 years ago, like, that's a, a pretty uncanny thing to come across. Yeah. So... And then they decide... They decide to wait outside on the porch <laughs> until daylight, and then he's going to go and try to explore again. Um, so, the funny thing is, like, the first guy who whose friend died wakes up in the middle of the morning, and, like, the sheriff is gone... And he's like, what the fuck? And the sheriff comes back outside, and he's like, yeah, I already checked. Everything's gone. I don't know what happened. Yeah. And he's like, you left me alone? (laughs) (laughs) It's daylight, dude. Dude, it's fine. There's no pigeons. Pigeons
1: don't come out during the day. I'm not coddling
2: with you. I'm not your butt buddy. (laughs) That guy died.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think
2: that... Man, they keep talking about how they're going to take his body back to the... uh... I thought at the end of the story, I I probably skimmed over too fast, but they thought they decided nothing really happened here. Yeah. We're just going to pretend like none of this really happened. That yeah. is
0: that is kind of how it ended. Uh, but they still had a body they had to do something with.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're like, they've got this body and they keep talking about how they're going to take it to the uh, the county seat.
0: Right. They're and they go. never do. <laughs> and they never make it that far? <laughs> no. Well, the pigeons get them. The pigeons get them. They yeah. eat their eyes out. I hope so. We still <laughs> got two more chapters of this to cover. So, And each uh, one of those is about two pages. So like an hour of discussion on each one. <laughs> We're really deciphering the fuck out of this. And three days of reading for you guys. (laughs) The Mind Sludge Book Club. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hope you enjoyed the first part of the discussion about Pigeons from Hell, The Whistler in the Dark. Uh, if you want to read this, we will have it posted in the show notes, so you can go straight to the link and read it for free. Takes less time to read it than hear about um, it. <laughs> and you know, let us know if you get it done in an hour or if it takes you like several days. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> at least this way, it's entertaining. <laughs> it, it is. It's good to have laughs. And that is it for the book club. So let's move on to this week's hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? Hot fudge. What do you got for us, George? Uh, I
2: I exited out. Hold on a second. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, so uh, this week's Hot Fudge, I learned a interesting fact about sloths, the animal, not sluts, as Andy was... Hey, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the guy from Goonies either. Uh, so they are known in the animal kingdom as the uh, laziest animals around, and uh, they are the slowest moving as well. If you've seen Zootopia, you get the joke that they are fucking slow. Uh, but apparently, there's one thing that they are not so slow at, which is mating. They uh, Apparently, uh, mating for them takes only five seconds, and that's including foreplay.
1: Are are we even sure that they do foreplay? It's a, well, I'm, the going foreplay off,
2: I'm going off of this article. The from, foreplay
0: is the two years it takes to actually get close enough to have sex.
2: Some- <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming over. I'm making it, baby. Here we go. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's like, boom. Was that worth
2: it? Accidentally just bump into it.
0: Was that worth the wait?
2: That was so good. (laughs) And I'm done. So anyway, I thought that was uh, funny and interesting that uh, sloths are super... uh, Fast. Fast. And, uh, (laughs) you know, maybe they just got so much stuff to do. They need to have the sex be fast.
1: I think it's not so much that it's fast so so much as it's like... I don't think there's a bunch of activity... I think the guy just gets in there, and it's like, uh, what's that shit that the Mormons do where they pretend they're not having sex because they're not moving? Splashing or something like that?
2: I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Soaking. 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 Yeah. Like, they're they're just putting it in and just waiting there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because apparently God is a T-Rex. Yeah, you have to be moving for it to count.
2: Mm. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You seem to know a lot about this, is why... I've got a funny picture. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, for anyone who was uh, interested about uh, lost sex life, it takes five seconds for them to mate.
0: and and several months to get close enough for it to happen. <laughs> yeah,
2: but you know, think about it. Five seconds. That means they can do it as you know many times as they want.
1: That doesn't necessarily.
2: It's mean very they efficient. Can get it up. I mean, it's very efficient.
0: It is efficient. I yeah. mean,
2: it's not for pleasure, they need obviously. they need more time to sleep and eat grapes. And fall off because they grab
0: their own arms. <laughs> well, it seems like they have all the time. And the
2: sloths world. are super cute, so... Are they? Are, you never seen a sloth before? I've seen sloths. Yeah, they're super cute. Are they? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: There's one at the Dallas Aquarium that they let just... I wanted to say run wild, but that's just not
0: really <laughs> true. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey... Quick, catch it. It's getting away. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about you, Andy? You learned anything this week?
1: Um... I learned that you guys didn't know about soaking, which I thought was a fairly rudimentary sexual practice of alternative religions. Okay,
0: alternative facts. <laughs> I learned that you guys can't fucking read either. Well, one I, of us. I got shit to do, man. What the fuck you want from me? <laughs> I intentionally broke it up
2: into three parts. <laughs> I only thought there was only one part, hence it was a short story. And I was like, oh, this must be another story. I'm not going to read it. And that's why I didn't read it.
1: I thought that you were off all week. You're like, yeah, I haven't really done anything. I haven't even put on pants. Wish I wasn't wearing pants right now. That doesn't mean I'm not doing stuff. It means I'm busy. I like how I'm just slowly dancing. <laughs> I'm not really sure where this <laughs> You're is You're doing going. your stripper dance. Shipper dance.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Princess cinnamon. Uh, let's move on to Ask the Nuts.
2: It is time to ask the nuts.
0: It's a bit nutty. We've got a bunch of questions this week. Uh, some of these are going to be challenging for you to answer single word go hey, Andy what are the first three songs on the soundtrack to your life
1: oh wow, wow. that's a um tough one. I mean obviously you've got to have the Star Spangled Banner on there <laughs> uh, I would think that's
0: more George's thing <laughs> since he was you know born on the 4th of July
1: 3rd of July 3rd Third, Third, I celebrate yeah, it on close board. enough alright then I'm going to have the song born on the 4th of July on mine
0: <laughs> just so just George can't have it
1: and uh, then Enigada De Vida, the like 48 minute
2: long cut. There you go. Yeah. Okay. That's it's only two. And three?
1: Oh, I thought I had Born on the Fourth of July. What that's was an actual other? song. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, but
2: yeah. That's two.
1: Star Spangled Banner. Oh, oh, okay. George stole that from you. Oh. Damn. Thief? It, it wasn't even your turn. <laughs> uh, the main love song from Bloodshart the Musical. Fair enough, it hasn't been written yet. <laughs> Soon. 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 Um,
2: Sir lot has got it. Man. So uh Star Spangled Banner. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, I guess, but it is now. <laughs> um Baby Got Back? Oh yeah, of course. Baby Got Back. That's uh number three on the list. <laughs> number two. Um The Puberty song. Puberty song.
1: Oh yeah, it's going in chronological order, right?
2: I don't I don't know the puberty song. Do you know that one?
1: No, no, I'm saying that this song is what will take place Oh, during this your puberty is the montage. puberty
2: phase song I gotcha Yeah, yeah, like if your I life gotcha. was a Yeah,
1: oh, uh, yeah, yeah, makes sense now You'd have like a montage of, of you jerking off a bunch Because you're
2: <laughs> a teenager um, If that's the case Then it's the uh, the song that they play in Ghost Where Patrick Swayze's doing the uh, I haven't the... seen it You've never seen Ghost? <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: Shut the fuck up It's already on the list, guys Is it really? Yeah Oh, damn it <laughs> And, Ghost, and Dad. Ghost Dad, yeah, which Ghost Dad I have anymore. seen. <laughs> oh yeah, you you yes. We well, need to watch it again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know the name of the song. I just know it when I hear it, and that's that's my my, my song, I guess. Okay,
0: uh, I'm gonna take this more seriously <laughs> than you guys. Uh, I'm gonna go with Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, Delight and Angers by in Flames, and then I'm gonna go with uh, Celestial Violence by Isan.
1: There's a song called The Stripper. That's more George's thing. That's the fourth song. If he could have a fourth ah.
0: song, that would be it.
1: Yeah, it's it's for our joint act together on stage.
0: <laughs> what does that look like? You sway side to side and... He has tassels on his nipples and we light it, it on fire. It looks light it on fire? Yeah. Like Blackbeard? Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's actually what the dance is called. It's called the Blackbeard Couple Dance. Oh, God. <laughs> we have to make
0: some videos. <laughs> All right. Next question. What condiments do you put on your hot dogs? Uh, ketchup, mustard,
1: sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Yeah, I love sauerkraut. Oh, and uh, raw onions. I'm not a big fan of sauerkraut. Sport peppers. It's not my thing. Jalapenos, bacon, nacho Every- cheese. Ev-
2: everything's I- better with Everything, everything. Yeah. yeah. George? Uh, it will be uh, chili,
0: cheese, and ketchup and mustard. Chili and ketchup and mustard. I don't really like cheese on it. But.
2: And jalapenos. And then raw onions. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do that.
0: I can settle for just mustard if I you have
1: to. You had that weird green relish? No. Yeah, the pickle dog. stuff? Yeah, I don't it's like that. It's pickled relish, I think is what it's called. Pickled relish as opposed to regular relish. Why is one of them really, really green?
2: Like Hulk Dick Green. Um, Hulk, Extra flavor? It
0: out? I don't know.
2: It is a little saltier. They just sit there for hours on end just giving it to
0: Mark Ruffalo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> make us more relish. <laughs> I will go ahead and tweet him. It's like to find uh, out. it's like how they used to make wine, where they'd put the basket down and people would stomp on them. Except hey. it's the Hulk stomping on pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: uh, Have you ever eaten at a strip club? Yes. Yes. No. Uh, would you if it was a, at a buffet at a strip club?
1: Yes, uh, I have. Yeah, I have yeah. too I've also eaten at a strip club that's not a buffet. So um, have I. I also accidentally stuck my nose in a stripper's ass once, while eating. No, oh <laughs> no. She leaned back. I leaned forward and almost got it, kicked out of the club. There you go. Uh, wow. Yeah, because you're not supposed to touch. Yeah, no well, touching. We were in South Houston, so oh, okay. it's a little bit more. It's it, a little bit lax back there, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was full nude. Oh wow, yeah. a full nude one. Yeah. They so when they I didn't say, make him put his
0: clothes back on. <laughs> it was just like so weird. when I say
1: I had my nose in there, my nose. I've had a uh, yeah.
2: team meeting at a strip club for uh, for brunch. Uh, wow! Like, yeah, that's uh... from
1: when your parents were owning it. <laughs> no, no,
2: no. This is when I was working uh, like four years ago with a company I was working with. I'm not going to mention it because I'll probably sound
0: bad. I've actually never been to a strip club, so a lot of Angela's companies. You're not companies really, you're there really there for lunch. It's not me. really my thing. I don't think, but like you know, if you go, if you go to food. a
2: really nice one, it, it could be your thing if you have money to throw away.
0: I don't, I don't ever have money to throw away. Exactly, so. that's all. It,
2: that's all it really is—is is a way to burn money. It's the most fun way to burn money, if you like. Besides women. burning money, but yeah, besides burning money, it's the second most fun way, I guess. Starting fires
0: is pretty awesome. It is, especially when they glow green and purple and stuff. If only we could combine the two.
1: But so that kind of sounds like I'm about to week. we just we, well, talked so about the black beard. So.
2: Inside, insider, insider information for everybody here. Uh, when I said the tassels burning, uh, that was like a real stripper at my parents' strip club. That was her, that was her like closing number. Mm-hmm. Like, she would put tassels on her nipples and she would light them and she'll like make them do circles. And people went crazy for it. It was her little circus act that she did at the end of her number, huh? So, yeah, that's why I was like, did, did she have to spin them by hand? Or no, no, she... she just did it with her boobs. Like, she okay. was like, she can move her boobs separately. That's
1: pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, or terrifying. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe I don't know
1: both. If I should be frightened or aroused,
0: both yeah, at the same right, time, because right.
2: your beard can catch on
1: fire.
0: I mean, you like, yeah, fire. that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, next question: If you contracted the weird thing from It Follows, what's your plan for surviving, or you do you just give up?
1: Um,
2: Did you see It Follows?
1: Yeah, yeah. It Follows is amazing. Oh, okay. So you know how periodically they have one of those, uh, like. Really long gangbang chains? That was going to be my answer. <laughs> I'm guy number one.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to be the first one in the orgy, and then uh, I'm out afterwards.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to die. Like <laughs> <laughs> a horrible death. <laughs> uh, last question. <laughs> if you could start your own Comic-Con, what would it be for, and what would be your top billed guest?
1: Well, in a text message, we talked about Christian conventions so that we could have crossplay. We did talk about that.
2: Oh, yeah. How is that not a tweet, man? That should have been a tweet.
1: I am worried that it might offend both the Christians and the cosplayers, and I've been told not to offend people. <laughs> Since when you care about offending people? Specific people.
2: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, so what, what would be your answer? Uh, Game of Thrones, but the writing of it. So you get to go there, and you get to watch what George R.R. R. Martin is doing when he's not fucking writing the next book. There we go. Writing short stories of the book. Yeah, he's really got to get off that shit. Like I'm all for more stuff to read, but it's like jerking a guy off to climax and then nope, that's not it. letting it finish. Yep, nope. and uh, just slapping him on the balls instead.
0: <laughs> Justin might like that. <laughs> the red I didn't wedding, say punch. Red, red wedding all over again. Yeah,
2: <laughs> George, what about you? Uh, so this is going to be a con that I would think of
0: yeah and who, who would be your top build guest top build guest
2: a con that doesn't exist already is that yeah. where we're going with sure um it will be a bill and ted con that would a- be amazing and uh i will you know have Keanu reeves, reeves and, and alex winter and uh the guy who played death every year and yeah. everybody would have to there would be like a uh you have like, to wear like
0: those '80s like shoulder pads when you come. <laughs> like everybody's required, it's mandatory cosplay when you come, right? And everybody's like doing the weird like guitar air motion thing to one another, and uh, yeah, and
2: uh, and then like there'll be like a Shakespeare in the Park, but it's like a re- recount of uh, Excellent Adventure.
0: <laughs> I like this
2: idea. Let's make this happen. <laughs> Let's make this happen. <laughs> Bill and Ted Con, Bogus Con, Bogus Con. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I'm gonna have to watch it before I get half these references. Yes, you will. Jesus,
0: uh, I can't uh, believe you've never seen that
2: movie.
0: Yeah, I got yelled at at home for that too. Um, so I'm a I know that uh, the Power Con already exists, like Masters of the Universe. But like, I am I would love to do my own like Masters of the Universe Con and bring like the people that worked on the original animation. Which yeah, they do two cons right now. So like, bring Dolph Lundgren. I know that the movie oh, cool. is not like super popular, but like I. It has like a special place in my Frank heart. Frank Langella recently
2: uh, said an interview, or, or I can't remember if it was like a social media or whatever, but he said playing Grayskull was one of his favorite roles ever.
0: He got put a spell on him. Yeah. <laughs> Mumra's still the best villain.
2: Mumra? Mumra. Mumra.
1: From
0: uh, Thundercats? Fuck yeah.
2: What about the dude from the Inspector Gadget? Claw. Claw, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. will get you, Gadget. Wow, you do that
1: really well. Yeah, I do. Holy crap. They are rebooting. Come, Mad Cat, (laughs) Inspector Gadget. They already did on Netflix. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. It's still going, I think. I'm talking about a con, though, or or not a con, but like as a villain. I guess. I guess is where I was going with it. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool villain. He's way better in the original, is what I was getting at. Oh, I haven't watched the new one. It
1: is absolute shit. (laughs) <laughs> it, look, it looked like shit. I didn't
2: yeah. I didn't know why you would watch it.
1: Penny gets a boyfriend and his claws a uh, kid or nephew or something. That, wow.
2: That's yeah. stupid. Yeah.
0: That kinda of makes sense though. Like it's oh, very the bad guys, so so very nineties. what yeah. megatron. <laughs> Star scream
2: <laughs> This is gonna be the everyone makes voices segment.
1: Yeah, you guys have got this covered. <laughs>
2: do,
0: do your best impression, Andy. Oh god.
1: All of my impressions are like either really hickish or, I'm Chelsea, I do this and this and this. You sound, you
2: sound like Mr. Hinky <laughs> the Christmas Pooh.
0: Hi-dee-ho. hi That's pretty good. <laughs> don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> don't forget to bring a towel. Yay, guys. <laughs> you, you good don't job. Want, don't
2: watch South Park. Okay. <laughs> I have
0: watched it. I stopped. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're what, 16 seasons in? Uh, 21. Yeah, 20,
0: 21? Yeah. 21 seasons yeah, in. Yeah. Quite a bit of South Park that you've missed out on. Yeah. Just watch the new stuff. Yeah. Well, it's all good. Most, most of it's good. Uh, and that is it for Ask the Nuts. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Google Play. And leave us a five-star review if you like it. Uh, also, follow us on all of our social media. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindfudgecomedy. On Twitter, we are at MindFudgers. If you want to follow me directly, it's at ComicalJC. For Andy, it's at Princess Sophia S-U, and the Sophia has an F. For George? Uh, George Tripsis. And if you'd like to check out our comic book, which should be out, issue two should be out by the time this episode drops, uh, you can go to GrayBearComics.com, that's G-R-A-Y, BearComics.com, and order it there. Uh, issue one's available there as well, or it's also available on Comicsology.
2: Also, uh, keep an eye out, we're going to be doing some shows very soon. Uh, if not, by the time this airs, we'll probably be getting ready to do our first show. Of the year, yeah. Yeah, so uh, keep your eye out, make sure we're in your area, and come see us and support.
0: Yeah, support indie comics. Even if we're not in your area. And uh, we'll make sure to put up the first uh, first little story from Andy, see if anybody wants to read that. It'll What's be on the, the title of it called?
1: Uh, which one are we putting up, Dark Heart or Bound? Dark Heart. Dark right. Heart. Dark Heart. Yes. Dark
0: Heart. And if you want Dark to read art. Bound, contact him directly. I'm sure he'll be happy to share it with you. Uh, <laughs> or any other depraved things he may have written.
1: Yeah, there's some bad ones. Yeah. I'll send you gagged later on. So yeah.
0: uh, we really did not talk very much about board games, but uh, thanks for <laughs> tuning in, guys. We will uh, see you next week. Battle, battle
2: the Demogorgon. Bye. <laughs>